I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm not sure who told God I was one of his strongest soldiers, but I'm not, bro. Actually, like, I'm getting my ass beat. These weapons formed against me, they prospering just a little bit. Bills, Tawanda, police, come get one of these battles. Come get one of them back. I don't want all these battles to fight. I didn't put this shit in the email. I never said it in the prayer. Who told, bro? I was strong. Don't speak on my fucking name no more. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa O Menno. And today I am joined by another special guest, my guy, JB. I think this is the fourth time he's been on, but you guys love him anyways. JB, how you doing today, bro? I'm good, brother. It's been a minute. It's been a little while. I, I think the last time we talked, I was still inside. And now it's cold yeah. out. So I'm still inside. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you've been living that hermit. Yeah, you've been living that hermit life for, for months. I don't know how you do it, bro, because during, during the summer, was, I was trying to yeah. get out as much as possible. So, Well, like, when it was hot out, like, I was doing my thing. I was, you know, I was outside and stuff. And, and definitely, like, where I live at, there's some nice things in the area. But um, now that it's chilly out again, like, you good. It's one season over here, baby. You know I'm good. <laughs> do you have one? Do you have one? I have four. Sir, I have four onesies. Okay, four. One's got a butt flap with footies, and the other three they look like sweat, like a sweatsuit. So if I'm on like a, a team's call at work, it just looks like I'm in a zip up hoodie. But me, I'm snuggy. I'm snuggy at the toe. I'm comfortable. 
this guy's rocking them at the Zoom meetings at work. Yo, you're, you're at, you have a senior position. That's crazy. That yes, that is correct. You're wearing that in a Zoom meeting, yo. That's so funny. It just looks like in the zip-up hoodie. So like, oh, wow, he looks so casual. And I'm like, if you saw the bottoms, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> you know? But it's true, not like that. True, So instead, I get to sit there and talk to someone about a 200K plus, you know, marketing spend, explain them, you know, with a... On how they're doing, they're underperforming or overperforming, and I'm in a onesie, and we good. Yeah, that's uh, that's hilarious. That's a funny sight to imagine. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I gotta get one, yo. I don't. I've been thinking about getting like one of those male like adult ones, but I don't know. I just never really got around to it for some reason. My but... they are so worth it. Trust me. Because I remember, I remember having them as a kid too, and as a kid, uh, like they you, were my favorite things to wear. So I'm telling you, fresh off the shower. Full lotion, slip into the onesie. It'll change your life. I'm telling you. I, I should have worn one for this. When I do like the TSM podcast for F1, I'm usually in a onesie. Not even going to front. Especially because mostly yeah. I, I just, I'm straight onesie mode, broski. It's worth it. Change your life. I mean, Christmas, is co- Christmas is coming up, yo. Maybe uh, Santa can call me one. That might be the way. Ladies, if you're listening, Papa wears a, 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 a medium <laughs> so to large. Like, a large. Why is- this guy always got a that always got to shout out the the ladies out there every every time this sure man is on. <laughs> I just need to make sure that you're loved and appreciated by those that listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, don't That's kill all I me. Want. Do not kill me. <laughs> you got me in trouble a long time ago too. Like I don't know if it was the Uh-oh. last time you're on, but the time before that, <laughs> you got me in trouble. I think it was. I think it was two times ago. Is this the story? I think it is. I think it was two times ago. Well, yeah, it was it was twice, but I remember I remember the first one vividly because I had to talk to this girl about it and like explain the situation on how yeah, it's just a podcast. Like he's just making jokes. Like it's not actually. Let me ask you this. So, but, so let me ask you this: Is she still around? At the moment, no, no. Then, then the then the boy <laughs> did you a favor because she could have hang. That's all I'm saying. If she could oh, handle that joke, like you know, just lovingly speaking highly of my broski, then, you know. <laughs> It wasn't gonna work. I hate to break it to you, my G. I hate to break it. True, but she didn't. She didn't leave because of the joke. It was just more so. I remember having to have. I'm just saying it was a sign, and you know, you know how Twitter be lately with them red flag emojis. It was a sign that was worth noting on someone's behavior and comportment and their ability to handle certain situations. Fair enough. Fair enough. Trust me, I've been uh, there. I've taken L's on that too. You know what I'm saying? You misjudge something. I don't get all that, but you know. <laughs> It's important. Oh man, no, no, for sure, for sure. You definitely, you definitely got to keep your eyes out for those red flags because once you see Tell one, you. like a lot yes. of men will just, you know, they'll make excuses because they think the girl's gonna change or like they're really in love with her and they don't expect her to keep doing that same shit. But a lot of times, once you see that one red flag for you, like that's got to be that's got to be your cue to cut. So you start paying attention, man. Red flags are are, are important, and self confidence is key. They're, they're red for a reason, too. <laughs> they're red for a reason. So. Oh, you going? But yeah, this is episode 108 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, if you could do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Uh, so the first story, well, not really a story. It's more of a personal thing that happened to me. And I kind of want to get 
your opinion on it. And I feel like this might get me in some trouble as well, too, because, of course, it has to deal with women. So I might I might have to do some explaining a little bit afterwards whenever this podcast <laughs> goes up. Uh-oh. Um, but let me ask you a question because, okay, so let me tell this story. Basically, me and this girl were dealing like a long time ago, at least over a year from now. And, you know, things didn't necessarily go the greatest. So we kind of stopped talking. But then recently, or maybe not recently, a couple of months afterwards, we kind of got back in contact and we were just like chatting it up. Like nothing serious. It wasn't anything like trying to get back in good graces or anything like that. We were just like, we were just talking to each other casually as friends from time to time. And uh-huh. what happened was, so we'd been, we'd been like messaging, like we'd send some memes here and there. We'd have some like jokes or whatever. Uh, but she has a boyfriend. So she's been dating someone for some time. And recently uh-huh. I put up a story and, you know, normally I check to see who sees my stories after a couple of hours and she wasn't on it. So I was curious because like, she's usually one of the first people to like end up looking at it. So I was like, oh, that's odd that she's not there. So uh-huh. I checked my Insta and went to her page and on her page it said, oh, you have to follow this person to see her content. And I was like, whoa, that's right. weird. Cause like, I never unfollowed her. Maybe I don't think she unfollowed me, but like maybe she did. I don't know. I was a little bit confused on that. So I was thinking to myself, like maybe, you know, sometimes you have your phone out in your pocket and accidentally, like you, when it's on, it just happens to hit your thigh in a certain way and it starts clicking on a bunch of stuff. So I was like, you know, maybe somehow I got unfollowed that way or like I unfollowed her or some shit. Um, so I was thinking like along those lines. And then I was just like, yo, let me just message her, see what she says. So I messaged her and I was just, no, actually I didn't message her. Sorry. I said, let me follow her back and see what happens. So I followed her back and then nothing really happened for a couple of hours. And then I went to go check again. And when I followed to check again, it showed that I was blocked. So I was just like, whoa, now I'm even more confused. Like now I went from not following to being completely blocked. So that happened. And I'm like, all right, this is a little bit odd. So I was going to message her, but I didn't message her. I was like, whatever, let me just leave it for a couple hours, see what happens. So I hop back on a couple hours later and I see the red notification on my messaging thing. So I click on it and then I read into it. And then the message I received was, hey, my boyfriend feels really uncomfortable that we still follow each other because we slept together. So out of respect for him, I unfollowed you. Just wanted to let you know, good luck with everything. So that's the message I got. And I was just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm just going to leave it at that. Like, obviously, there's nothing I can say. There's nothing I can really do. So I just left it at that. So I'm curious. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about unfollowing someone who your girlfriend or, yeah, yeah, your girlfriend says she's, like, uncomfortable with? If I have a partner that feels yes. that way then they lack the confidence to believe in themselves, which means it's already not going to work. Period. I'm going to just say it like that. So so let me get this straight. Make sure sure I understand this correctly. So a a girl that you were intimate with at one point, so, you know, whatever, y'all were having sex, uh, were you ever dating at any point? We went on a couple dates, but we weren't 
like okay, official, but were you we ever like, like were you ever like a couple at any point? No, no, no. We weren't in like a couple. No, no, okay. And then like even though times pass or whatever, y'all can talk and it's cool, right? Like it's not weird. You can just have a conversation. Yeah, we were just having okay, regular conversations. So now she right. So now she's got a man now who I guess is aware of your existence, right? Yes. Which was okay. also a little bit odd to me okay. because so I was like, hold up, before you even get there, before you even get there, yeah, I'm gonna make okay. a couple of assumptions <laughs> and you tell me where I'm wrong here, okay? All right. So there's a dude who now is shorty that you used to be whatever with and now are just cool with, okay? Correct. And he's dating her. Correct. So the first thing I would say in general is, what the hell is he worried about if he's the one with her all the time? First and foremost, all right? So that tells me he probably at some point saw your name in her phone, a.k.a. was probably going through her stuff, a.k.a. reads her messages, a.k.a. has probably an opportunity to improve the way he feels about himself because that is some seriously insecure behavior so if she was following you and y'all were cool and randomly she removed you as someone on her ig first of all people can do whatever they want their social media accounts and i get that but for sure if she went so if she went so far as to remove you without saying nothing to you right and not be following you either tells me that she probably didn't do it he probably did it. Okay. Like, he, ah, he probably, okay. <laughs> he probably had her phone and was like, who is this guy? Boom, boom. Block, removed you, unfollowed you, whatever, whatever. And then probably started a fight, if I'm being honest. Because I've had enough friends that I've dealt with toxic situations or I've been in situations that are borderline this bad at different points. He probably did all of these things. Then started an issue. You unsuspecting because you're like, yo, what pop? Like, this girl's cool. Like, we get along. Like, I could crack jokes and send it something to her. You go back and you're like, yo, what's going on? So now she's got to try and handle this in a way. Obviously cares about the person that she's with and doesn't want to no longer be with the person that she's with. But also, I would say at this point, personally, if this was one of my friends, is incapable of recognizing a very major negative sign of an unhealthy relationship. And instead of addressing and dealing with that problem, has now gone to you, your friend, her friend, and gone, hey, he feels uncomfortable about your existence as a human being. Uh, good luck with everything. I'm going to cut you off in favor of this person who literally digs it out every night, but apparently still worried about you. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, and that's just the best, that's the nicest way I can put that, you know? Okay, like, so there's, 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 one, there's one area where you're often, though. Oh, give it to me. And I think the area often is that I don't think he's digging it out every night because I don't, I, well, I don't know what situation. So I can't say where he is. Um, but I do know, like, she's no longer in the city. So she, and I believe that he's in the city. Like he met him, sorry, she met him in the city and I believe he's still in the city, but she's no so longer in the city. About like she lives somewhere else. So the- so what's he worried about you for then? Even more that's so also, that's also what I'm curious about too. I was like, that's kind of odd to me. But look, I'm gonna I mean, say this on this pod because I know people listen to this. <laughs> I don't care what gender you self-identify as. If you have someone that you are intimate with on a certain level and you're worried about other people, it already isn't gonna work. I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna work. Because Yo, people, you're, you're gonna come after me for this. Keep going, keep going. Okay. It is not going to work. You have already indicated that you believe that you lack the facilities to keep so-and-so interested, number one. Number two, 
you've also indicated that you don't trust your partner enough to also stay interested. Now, if you have reasons for the way, reasons why you might feel a certain way because of previous relationships, you're blaming your, your, your ancient baggage on a new person, which again, means that your current thing isn't going to work anyways. Like, if you had gone into her DMs or whatever, it's just some wildness. She was like, hey, yo, chill on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you did it, and then you did it again. And she was like, hey, yo, I told you to chill on that. And then she removed you. I right, cool. Like, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? But if y'all just chatting, he's like, oh, so as far as I'm concerned, right, let's say me and you are going after a girl, okay? Let's just say we're actually cool. Forget that we don't know each other. Say me and you are whatever. And I know you're with some girl and it was years ago. And I'm with her now. And I know the job that I do when we get down to it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. And I see that you're talking to her, like sending her a message. Bro, I ain't worried about you. Because I know what we doing later. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about you at all. You're not even a thought. I'm like, oh, Warren, how's he doing? Cool. Bet. Next time you message him, let me hit. <laughs> Just to reinforce who's here. Yeah. I'm not worried about you at all, broski. You know what I mean? So if someone's worried about that, um, like I said, I don't want to speak for anybody, but I have known some people that when they are in that kind of a situation or have had friends that have dealt with these types of situations, that it turned out that the one that was actually extra paranoid about someone's behavior is because they were the one actually moving however on the side to begin with. Mm. So again, I'm not going to accuse anybody of anything. I'm not going to say that correlation <laughs> yeah. is causation, but I will say that every single time I've heard about this being an issue, it was because of something else or because those people allow themselves to perpetuate toxic behavior because of the things they choose to consume online or the types of people they choose to associate themselves with or the types of negative behaviors they allow to persist and be around in their lives and settle for. So that whole thing sounds real messy and I feel bad for it if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know him. So I can speak on like what is going which is on even behind worse, the scenes. Which is even worse, which is even worse. Then why is he worried about you dog? Yeah, that was, the, that was the weird part too, because I hadn't spoken to her in at least two weeks from when this happened. So I was even more confused. Cause I was like, why, why now of all times, which clearly like I, I kind of, a guess the same way you did is that he probably went through her phone or saw something in the phone and then was just like yo i'm not i'm not cool with this so like that's how because like i don't think he knew about me before that so and i don't have there wouldn't be any reason for him to know about me like there's not anything that i had like said or commented like on her page or anything like that to where like he would be able to like see that um actively like talking to her or something like that. So yeah, that sounds like bad energy to me. Yeah. It sounds, anything, it's, you know, may, maybe from his life experiences, he just feels like he can't trust other people and that's his business. But again, I, I, I wish him the best and hope that he continues to grow and improve as an individual. That's what I'll say. Word. I'll send positive energy, energy towards them too. And I'm not mad at her. Like I get it. Like the situation she's in, she's trying to make that's her relationship work. <laughs> but listen, if you're trying to make a relationship work, that should not be something that makes your relationship work. That sh- that shouldn't be an issue. Do you know okay, but like, okay. Let me if, you, see, if let me, y'all let... were first, if y'all were two kids in like first year at Frost Week and everyone's humping, okay, sure, maybe I can see the insecurity. But like, you're an adult, bro. Yeah, let me shoot her some y'all bail though, adults. because because I'm gonna shoot her a little bit of bail only because I'm clearly like I, one. I haven't seen her in forever or like in a long time or anything like that. 
Um, okay. So, okay. like, to her, like, the cutting me off thing is probably just, like, oh, like, whatever. Like, I'm not – we're not in the same city. We're not really, like – we haven't seen each other or anything like that. So an Instagram cutoff is, like, easy. Like, that's not – like, him that asking that of her, I think in her mind, it's probably just, like, yo, that's an easy thing to do. I'm trying to make this work, so I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it work because I do like them. Slippery so slope. If that's that something – incredibly unhealthy. <laughs> that all sounds I, I don't dis- I don't disagree with you. Disappointingly unhealthy. Yeah. And in an age through COVID where people are more aware of mental health than ever before, and I got friends – or, or family members, or even myself, shoot, based if you look at the last three years or whatever that I might have gone through, of like people understanding the important things that need to be prevalent in a relationship and the other things that need to be have mature conversations about and not whatever in a relationship. That sounds wildly unhealthy, and I hope they just improve with people. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send some you. I don't I don't disagree with you at all. Like I do agree with you because I'm also in the same like arena where I would not be jealous about someone that my partner has been with in the past. Like there's no reason for me to be, but let me ask you real quick though, before we move on to the yeah. next subject. So if you're, if your girl asked this of you, would you, I'm guessing you would hundred percent not do it then. I would ask her why she feels the need to, for it to be an issue. Like I'd literally be like, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like you want me to, to, to remove a person from my Instagram. Okay, cool. Why? Like, what have they done that makes you feel uncomfortable about the status of our relationship? What has she seen that the girl sent you, like, a photo? Not, like, a nude photo, but just, like, one of those, like, thirst trap type photos. So she's sending me photos, right? Yeah. My girl's like, first of all, that means my girl's on my phone, but, which is <laughs> big no. Major no. But, so, let's just what say What do you have to that, hide, JB? Right? I got nothing to hide, but I expect <laughs> you to have, you know, self-assuredness to make this work if I'm going to do all the things I want to in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, so she sees a thirst trap. She goes, Ayo, what's that? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why this girl sent this. Then I'd be like, Ayo, like, you know, I have a girl. Like, I would ask that even if you don't respect. Actually, I know what I would say personally, but first of all, I'd be like, hey, like, I'm in a relationship. Like, I don't think you should do these things. Right? And if someone continued to do it, my response would be something like, look, I would expect that you respect me enough that you would not do something like this if we're going to be cool because these are the expectations I have about our friendship. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? But again, yeah. even the scenario you just, you just gave me about that picture, are you sending her pictures? No, clearly not. <laughs> okay, so then, so, then what, so then even then, you know what I mean? Like, that's just silly to me. Unless you're counting memes. Beyond, unless you're counting memes as photos, but that, yeah, that's pretty much the that's what, Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's ridiculous to me. And, and I, it's unfortunate because it's, it's really prevalent, you know? Like, um, you know, uh, I, I guess on the other side, my G, you should be walking around chest out because apparently you are a threat, amigo. <laughs> well, yeah, well the, done, the, prob- the problem you is, though, it's, it's November and it's like almost negative, negative two degrees. So I don't really have anywhere to be walking out with my chest out, but... Hey, man. Um, let me carry that Saturday into the morning. summer. <laughs> Supermarket. Saturday, Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. The grocery know. store. The grocery store. You're right. Start, I'll, I'll carry start, that to the start recruiting. Store. Start recruiting. <laughs> Do what you must. Oh, man. Especially in this city, man. The baddies are fucking everywhere. So. Stand in front of the eggplants or something. I don't know. Whatever people do to, to get people. I don't know. I'm inside, so. Oh, man. All right. Well, I mean, speaking of the weather, no, not November. You, is this even a thing? Do you, have you ever tried this? Have you participated? Why on earth care? would I participate in something <laughs> so absurd? Why would, why would I not 
why why on earth would I participate in for what? Oh, to heighten my awareness. You know what's great? Having sex with someone you trust that you love <laughs> or that you're attracted to. Why would I deprive myself for how many days in November? 31? No, no, this is one of the 31s. Uh, sorry, 30 days, 30 days, not 31. 30 so, days. so for 30 days, I'm going to watch football, shop Friday, and not get it in. Yeah. Actually, not even not get it in. Wait, wait, does no nut mean like you don't even bus? Yo, so, okay, I, I, originally, originally I know it meant that. Explain this you, to me because I don't understand this. Originally, originally, I knew that it meant that you're not supposed to masturbate. Like that's the whole purpose. Is it? It's just supposed to like retain your semen because there is there is benefits to retaining your semen. Like you do have more focus, more energy, and there is like a stronger drive that goes within you. So that that was what it really was for people to stop like you know being addicted to porn and like masturbating and all that. I don't know if it's evolved oh. to where you can't have. I think I think having sex is fine. Maybe like I'm assuming you can bust if you have sex. But I don't know. Maybe some people have taken it to a whole nother level because, you know, the Internet does that where you can't have sex and you can't bust. But if I were so to know that November it, is some sort of so no that November is some month long edging kink. Is that what you're telling me? Maybe along those lines. I think it's more so trying to be like a reform of your body and your mind. It's trying to make you a better. That sounds man. ridiculous. Is that essentially sounds ridiculous. what it is. No, I will never participate in something <laughs> so lunacy. Okay, have no. you ever gotten a, a, a like the period without like busting a nut though? I ever gone a period without busting a nut? Yeah, without like masturbating or anything like that. Uh, yo, this guy's gonna like, you, <laughs> that's like, <a> no. <laughs> like, like you mean like post puberty or like since like in my adult life? <laughs> like, your, as an adult? In your adult life, correct? Yes. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> if that's like two hours. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like how, how long's the period? Okay, if it's like one of those things where, like, you know, she nasty. Na- okay, I'm gonna still actually this pod's is acceptable for this topic. Okay, let's just say you're with someone and like, you know, she likes to get a little nasty, and she's like, you know, save that for me an extra two days. I want all of it. Okay, oh, then maybe. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then I'm emptying the clip. You know. What I'm oh saying? man. But that would be like the only time that any something like that would ever transpire. What for? I need the dopamine, or whatever they call it, that releases and makes you happy. So I think, I think, what yeah, well, I think it would be dopamine in this situation. Man, funny enough, though, I went six months one time because I was. What? Okay, hold on. Let me explain the story. Oh, though. Wait, no, I think I heard about this. I think you talked about her already. No, no, this is a different. This is a different girl. I've, I've done this twice now, but this, this was a. You, you did this to yourself twice. Where's Gabe? Game. <laughs> oh my god you oh you poor child go ahead so this is one of my this is one of my early girlfriends um who How also funny enough happened to be christian i was uh what was it 20 20 something 20 24 i think 25 <gasps> no wonder you were so grumpy that year it was not i was not grumpy <laughs> you no wonder you're so grumpy but okay but the funny thing six was, months so okay so this this is the thing this is the thing though the funny thing was we we had sex early on before we even started dating because like we went on we went on a date but we had sex like literally within like the first three or four dates. Okay, and then, you make a good when, argument that you're partially insane. Go ahead. When we when we got into a relationship, she was uh-huh. like she she told me from before from the jump that like she goes through like these depressive episodes where she's just like okay. not really into having sex or whatever. And I was like, cool, okay. like, fine. Like, I don't want to pressure you into okay. that or whatever. Um. Okay. So I was under the impression that like 
eventually like we'd have sex like sooner or later so i was like yo like we we would go on dates and stuff but like it just wouldn't lead to sex it would just like be us like fooling around or whatever just like not have sex happening and i waited like i think it was like six months of just holding it in because i was like yo when i do have sex with her this is gonna be like the greatest sex ever because this girl has an amazing body like she was oh, like you poor bastard you <laughs> poor bastard dude i remember the first date i went on like so vividly in my mind because when i when i met her it was through work at one of my jobs and like we had a shift together and it was like a really good shift so like i asked for her number afterwards and uh-huh. we like hit it off or whatever and i asked her on a date and that first mm-hmm. date that i went on with her i remember vividly because the outfit that she was wearing that first date blew mm-hmm. my mind like i almost like when she got into the restaurant like i opened the door for her i literally almost tripped over the steps like i, I did trip over the steps actually but like i recovered fast enough to where she didn't see but i tripped over the mm-hmm. steps because i was just staring at how good her outfit was so yeah eventually i thought that it was going to be like oh yeah six months like by the time we do like oh well, i didn't think it was gonna be six months but it's like by the time we do have sex it's gonna be amazing because i've been holding this like pent-up aggression for so long it's gonna be so fantastic and then, yeah, it just never came to fruition. Like, we just went six months and, like, nothing happened. And then we dated, like, a couple for, like, a couple weeks after. And then eventually we, like, we broke up. So it, it sounds was, uh, like you, very sounds painful. Like the two of you, it sounds like the two of you were really, really good friends. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for, Which for, I'm happy for, for a period, for a period it was sucked. really, like, a friendship. It was no, really no, just, no, like, no, a friendship no, no, with, no, like... You're not hearing me. It sounds like you were only ever really, really good friends. Which again, yep. nothing wrong with that. Happy for you. It just How are we only like... ever good friends if we were smashing though? And we're doing everything else. Well, not everything else, but we're doing other stuff. But okay. I mean, All right, Papa, you know, let me ask you this. You ever had a female friend that you had sex with? Uh, the define friend. Well, define friend. Have you ever had a, have you had a, have you like, had a, I've had, uh, I've had, I, okay. So, so the, here's the thing. Have you had a though. woman in your life? Have you ever had a woman in your life that you would be cool with and respect, but have also had sex with before? Yes. Then it sounds yeah, like yeah. the two of you yeah. were really, really good friends. Yeah. Sounds like I'm, well, I'm friends. trying to think, yo, because I don't know. A lot of my female you know, friends now, I kind of see them as more of acquaintances than like actual friends. I mean, that's like, awkward. Oh. Look, because I just, I look, I don't think sex is some taboo thing that people shouldn't be able to talk about. And I think. There are lots of groups and lots of people out there that are friends and they have sex and it's completely respectful. And they're also friends on top of that or outside of that or around that in some way. True. So to me, that's not abnormal. But in your situation, if on night one that she was looking banging, you got to go all the way home. And then for six months, you proceeded to never return home again, but go on all these dates. It sounds like y'all just hung out a lot and it sounds like you were just Really, really, really good friend. True, but I mean, she also was dealing with depression. So, and fair, it's like clinical fair. depression. I, so it's like, yes. I no, but, completely no, understand no, that it's No, but here's too. the thing. No, I'm not, I'm not blaming her for anything. I'm not blaming you for anything. If anything, it sounds like as she went through her challenging issues mentally, you're a, what? Supportive friend. Who All was right. there for her and confided. All right. Who confided <laughs> in each other and you hung out and you did all these wonderful things but you didn't go all the way home because the two of For the you second were time. What? Correct. really, really good friends. 
right, let's move on to the next topic, yo. Why do I bring this man out? I'm just kidding. I'm trying, no, no. I'm trying to ruin your 24th year of life here, Mikey. I apologize, but no, I've no, got to no. be honest. That sounds like a really cool friendship. It was, uh, it was definitely a growing experience. I learned a lot about myself during that period. Yes, so. and pain. Yeah, there, there was a lot. And of pain. putting jeans on slowly after a night that you thought you were gonna get there. That also that's happened too. Of, that was um, so that's a lot of that's a lot of self development for you, brother. It, it definitely was. Uh, <laughs> speaking oh speaking God. of self development, you know, oh. Tiger King. One of the shows that came out at the beginning of the pandemic, which seems like ages ago, it seems like years ago, and fucking, yo, 2021 has flown by so fast. We're already at the end of 2021, and it feels like the year almost, like, just started as well, too. So, I don't know. Time, time when you're older or in this pandemic or whatever, whatever period of time we're in right now has been moving insanely odd. Um, but Tiger King 2 is coming back. They are doing a follow-up to the original story. And let's start off with the first story that came out from it, actually, is that Carol Baskin actually sued Netflix for using her footage in the trailer for Tiger King 2. So Carol Baskin is suing Netflix for allegedly, allegedly using unauthorized footage of her for the upcoming Tiger King sequel. In court documents filed in federal court on Monday and obtained by People, Carol and her husband Howard state that they declined to be involved with Tiger King 2 when approached by a streamer and production company, Royal Good Productions. According to the complaint, the couple was contacted by producers Eric Good and Rebecca Chainlink to, quote-unquote, clear the air regarding Carol Baskin's distaste for the first installment of the documentary and secure her participation in the sequel. Carol Baskin's response was clear and unequivocal. No, and lose my number, the complaint reads. So, yeah, they used her likeness in the trailer, and I don't know, have you seen the trailer at all or no? I gotta be completely honest with you, man. You don't I care about Tiger King? I have not You didn't watch it? Tiger King. Oh, bro, why I are we refuse. talking about this then? <laughs> no, 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 I'm glad, we're ta- I'm glad we're talking about this, because I have this huge thing where I am if, if most of the world, or especially North America, says they're really into a, into a show, I'm probably not going to watch the show. And the reason I say that is because most people's TV tastes aren't nearly as snobby enough as mine are to be able to actually give me good material to watch. Case in point, Squid Games, which we don't have to talk about right now, but I actually watched it, and I was like, Jay, you should have listened to yourself the first time and not watched this foolishness. Because I what did, did not you like, like it about Squid Game? What? It was hot doo-doo you don't get to give me a show that is built on a series of cliches and near misses that ends with a guy continuing to be the most neglectful abandoning type father of all time and go i can't wait for season two that is stupid we could talk about squid game a whole the time but for now tiger king i have not watched tiger king i won't watch tiger king yeah it was absolute doo-doo bro you want to talk about good shows it starts with the wire you can watch Homeland. You can watch Newsroom, all HBO programming, by the way. Westworld, outstanding. Billions with Paul Giamatti and Damian, and Damian Lewis, outstanding. Billions, great. I got to go back. I've got that. great shows for you. I've got great programming for you. What I don't have is stupid near misses where a guy for seven episodes watches his boy them from childhood keep killing people and still be talking about, uh-uh, let's go home together. Idiot. Uh, anyways, so 
Yeah, but it was situational, though. (laughs) No, it was not. Okay, fine. Sure, it was situational. The situation was that he's stupid, and he should have died, too. Um, You keep bleeping off on your own daughter and leaving her behind, and you finally make billions here, and you go stop dead in your tracks, walking up to a plane to board the plane to go see her, and you're like, never mind. What are you going to do? Go back in the game? For what? They knew you were boarding the flight. They could have canceled the flight. They could have offed you on the flight. What are you, you going to do? Enter, re-enter the game and do something? Stupid. You have a pack. Sorry, anyone listening to this that hasn't watched Squid Games, I'm about to say some spoilers, so I apologize. <laughs> Fast forward about 45 seconds. You go tell, tell me right now with a straight face that if me and you were in a pack out of the final three total people, and I said, hey, yo, when I die, because I'm going to die, my little bro, I love him to death. I sacrifice everything to get you. Promise me you'll take care of him. He's in an orphanage. And you're like, bet. And then you then spend a year fucking off like a vagabond while my little bro's still in an orphanage because you feel bad about yourself? Wait, but he's not in the orphanage, though. He gave them to uh, his After best friend's he mom. a year sitting on the beach whining. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Stupid. you got to... You gotta, you gotta expect Stupid. some P- PTSD Stupid. after going through some shit like that. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. How dare these people insult my intelligence like this? I'll never watch that show again. Look, I'm happy for the creator. He deserved a bonus, even though he didn't get one. So maybe get some better lawyers to renegotiate your deal. Uh, the show's whack. I'll never watch it again. Oh my God. And if y'all wanna come for me, it's at Don't Cheese Me on Instagram. DM me a show or why you think this show was actually good, and I'll give you a real one to watch instead. How about that? Love oh, you. Man, Peace, love, bone thugs, and harmony. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> Tiger King. I have not watched Tiger King. I won't watch Tiger King. Squid Games proves to me I don't need to watch Tiger King. Um, is Carol Baskin, from what I've seen on Twitter, is she the one that everyone says killed the guy? Yeah, so the story is that, right? is that yeah, her, her husband died by mysterious means, and they all believe right. okay. that she fed him to the, to the lion. So, so everyone thinks that she committed murder, and she now doesn't want to be in the show. Is that right? Because she said, no, you can't use my likeness, blah, 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 and I'm suing. Yeah. Do you know, okay, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds sound to like? me like them racist grandmas at home that I, could be in textbooks for trying to keep black kids out of school and they're now trying to say you shouldn't have things about segregation and racism in textbooks because they don't want their grandkids to know that they try keeping black kids out of school. <laughs> That's what this sounds like. You know what, Carol? Maybe you shouldn't have maybe sort of possibly maybe did, maybe didn't kill him and then you can whine. How about that? And I'm saying that saying also stay away from me, please, because I don't want to be fed to no animals. Uh, actually, I'd like to live a very long time healthily. Um, so, yeah, she can kick rocks too, broski. Fair enough. But I do think she does have a claim here because they did use her footage without – like, they're using her footage to they set up the did. fact that they're chasing they're chasing the story about what happened to her uh, late husband. So That she possibly, that, maybe, probably, sort of, possibly did kill. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Don't kill him. <laughs> I agree. So I mean – so it is sketchy. It is a sketchy Carol. situation. So That's the thing, though. I think she happened. doesn't want to be. She one. She doesn't want to be involved because they know that she's probably gonna. They're gonna spin it because that was an issue with her in the first she place. Shouldn't have <laughs> maybe sort of possibly did didn't kill him then. True. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm this just saying she doesn't. Like she doesn't have a claim Harding? in this situation. Bro, this would be like Tanya Harding saying that no one should name a baseball bat after her or something. Stupid. And if anyone doesn't know what Tanya Harding is, look that up. That's a doozy. You want to talk about reckless competitors. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a doozy. So oh, I have no sympathy 
for people complaining after getting a bunch of fame off this in the first place that they don't want to have the fame associated anymore because maybe it's a little too much bad press because they maybe but maybe didn't but possibly but possibly didn't kill somebody. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is a little bit crazy. I just think that she does have a claim in this situation, though. Like they Go they definitely her. used her image wrongly in the trailer. Uh, so if know, she cares about people, we'll see if she wins wrongly. She should send the lawyers <laughs> that she's using to represent the people that Kyle Rittenhouse drove across state lines to murder. Yes, I went there. Uh, she should go help those people instead. Make sure that guy goes to jail. She cares about image. Moving oh, on. Oh, man. Next. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we will move on since <laughs> you haven't seen it. I will just say two things quickly, though. Um, now that we know the characters, like, the show's not really that. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still probably going to check out good, some of it, but I'm not going to be that invested, like, it seems like they're it seems like they're playing characters more so than anything now because they've got so much fame off the first one. So it is what good. it is. The show's terrible. I'd rather watch two seasons of The Bachelor. I'd rather watch two straight seasons of The Bachelor. Two straight seasons. Have you seen The Bachelor? No breaks. When I was like eleven. <laughs> the last time, listen, no, the last time I watched any show <laughs> like that. I watched Love Island season one only because my bro- broski was on the show and I watched the episode. Love Island, bang, bang. And when he was no longer on the show, I stopped watching. I don't watch that stuff. Yeah, those are, those are my guilty pleasures, but only certain shows. I won't watch all of them. Like, I've never watched the season of The Bachelor and I never will. I'm going to pray for you because it feels like you need help and Jesus. <laughs> what do you mean? Some of them are fire, though. Like, 90 Day Fiance is probably a, a legit one. Like, Stop that. It. Stop That's the one there where a girl Wait, got me into on a mic. A girl got me into it, and I've just been hooked ever since. Like, it's actually so good. It, it's a, I'm it's so a, disappointed in you right now. You deserve Yeah, everyone has a guilty pleasure, bro. There's, a, there, there's definitely a show that you like that, like, you know most people you know, would like. You, and... know what my guilty, you know what my guilty pleasure is? What's your guilty pleasure? Sometimes when nobody's looking, I pick my nose and I flick it. <laughs> there you go. That is my guilty pleasure. All right. Uh, other than that, we out here watching anime. My listeners can tell me which one's worse, but sure. I mean, hey, listen. <laughs> everyone, every single person listening to this picks their nose. And anyone Yo, a lot of people pick their nose. I, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of people. Every pick person their... that listens to this, a lot of people that says they don't pick their nose, are in their are in their significant partner's phone reading their messages when they shouldn't be. I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> oh my god! Look Yo, at that okay. callback, yo. Yo, let's teleport. Let's let's teleport to the next topic. Like, um, you bring it back. Mark Zuckerberg has claimed to to be doing with his new switch to Meta. There's actually been a development in this story, actually. Funny enough, they don't, so they want the name Meta, but it's already owned by another PC company. So that PC company is actually asking for $20 million in order for Facebook to be able to change their name before they can uh, legally give it up to them. So Facebook's probably going to have to pay some kind of money, which I mean, that's chump change to them, but like still 20 mil. So, and I would, I would actually ask for more. If I'm own, the owner of Meta, I'm asking for way more than 20 mil. Like 20 mil is yeah, probably like the another, negotiating yeah. part. Need, I'm going way higher. Another zero. The, my floor would be another zero on that. That's got to be at least a 200. Um, full stop. The only other story like that I know about right now that people are trying to steal a name is, did you hear about, actually, did you hear about this? With, with, how much baseball do you watch? I should start with that first. You watch a lot of baseball? Not really? Not really. I was okay. really involved in the in the World Series, though. But yeah, okay, I'm so gonna... Cleveland's baseball team is now finally renaming themselves, so they're going to be called the Cleveland Guardians. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I knew about that story. Yeah. 
terrible name, right? I don't think it's that bad. Why does everyone think that name is so bad? Because it's lazy, dude. It's almost as bad as Washington football team. Now, well, okay, but Guardians, this, Guardians actually represent yeah. something in Cleveland, though. They have, like, some bridge or some shit that has, like, it's two Guardians that, that watch And I'm over. not even going to – it's still <laughs> garbage. And I've been to Cleveland. I'm going to keep my thoughts about Cleveland to myself. I'm sure – I met some very wonderful people there, but I don't think I'd ever visit again. Um, so there is a roller derby men's team called the Cleveland Guardians that are now saying that the Cleveland oh, baseball team owes them more money because they will be negatively affecting their impact. In order to have a right to things like clevelandguardians.com, they should be offered more than the allegedly $15,000 that they were offered in exchange for all naming rights and all like web properties and Instagram accounts and whatnot, which is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I would probably make that claim too. The thing thing is with these situations though- Men's roller derby, I wanted a website. (laughs) They have like six exclamation marks at the end of sentences. It's so bad. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm about to head up on ClevelandGuardians.com. You remember Roller Jam back in the day on TNN before it was Spike yeah. TV? They Dude, wouldn't even is... have made. They wouldn't have even made that circuit. By the way, this... for those listening, that's how old I am. I remember TNN, not just Spike. Um, real ones, no. Um, yeah, bro. It's that that website's a hoot. Looks like this, a. This site those, is a site from 1990. Yeah, like, remember those like so remember, those Wix, remember those Wix pages? Looks like a Wix page. Yeah, this is hella old, bro. <laughs> this so is some bad. shit that like my AOL dial-up would be pulling up. Like <laughs> it's so bad. Netscape browser. You know oh when you're still God. using Real Player One. It's bad. It's so bad. Shout out to the Cleveland Guardians, though. Yo, they should take the 15k, bro. Looking at this website, they should take the 15K. <laughs> because I would demand, I would demand yo, so much more. The MLB, if they really want the name, they're just going to change. Like, they'll just make a small change to their website name, and they'll be fine with that, like, or, like, whatever. So they should take this 15K, bro. It's not going to be that serious. It's it's so rich. I was laughing my head off. Oh, man. That is hilarious. Yeah, I'm actually glad you brought that up. Um, But, yeah, what do you – I mean, so, yeah, Facebook's deciding to uh, (laughs) – Facebook's deciding to change their name to Meta because – Mark Zuckerberg, the robot, wants to build a metaverse in which people can virtually interact with each other and have these spaces and discussions. And also you can do your work in the metaverse and you can teleport to different places that you've never been and have your own home in the metaverse too and places that you've never seen in real life. You can be on planets where koi fish friggin' swim in the air or aliens are flying through the sky. And so, I mean, I don't Mark know. Have you, have you seen the have you seen the presentations all? I watched I watched the keynote live. If I'm being honest, I mean, this is a part of like the the working world that I that I literally work in nine to five. So I was watching it live. Um, there's three. There are three major takeaways. Like four major takeaways I got from from this. Um, number one, Mark Zuckerberg watched Ready Player One and was like. <laughs> I want to do that. Uh, and if y'all haven't seen that movie, surprisingly good. Check it out. Um, number two, Mark Zuckerberg quite literally just wants to create an environment where he has and owns all access to data and then can gatekeep from other major proprietary people that want to have access to data as well. So he's tired of having to go beg Google for access to certain things like cookies and user access. And he's tired of what Apple is doing, which is not actually privacy centric 
but really more just we're no longer sharing all of our data with the rest of you. So Mark's going, fine, bun you both. I'm gonna make my own environment where everyone signs our very lengthy and extremely shady terms and conditions and consent to giving me all of their data and I can just keep it for myself and then charge the highest bidder for anyone that wants access to it. So that's the, that's the second thing. Um, the third thing is he tried really, really hard to sell me that headset and joy those two joysticks, man. He's, he was shilling for 20, 30, 40 minutes about how great it would be to use those joysticks. Uh, and the fourth thing is I find it a little bit ironic that people have spent tens of almost, let's say, hundreds of years making fun of people for playing pretend or being mentally ill in public, seemingly interacting with nothing. And now we're expected to invest and join a metaverse <laughs> where a man could be standing in front of a table in the middle of a park and no one can see what he sees when he's playing ping pong with Papa in the middle of Ghana at noon. Stupid. Um, so anyways, <laughs> it's interesting, I guess, but I'm not buying in. Um, oh, sorry. I, there should be a fifth thing. Uh, if what, how do you get rid of negative press? You just make something bigger to get everyone to talk about that instead. Yeah. What Facebook should be doing right now is answering for all the awful things they have doing for, they have been doing for years. And I don't just mean the recent stuff that's been going on in courts and people being whistleblowers or whatever, because that whistleblower recently didn't say anything new. There are documented reports on what face the impact social media and Facebook specifically has on people that are six, seven, eight, nine years old. So, um, you know, disappointing once again that they chose to not take any ownership for that and do better, but simply just play a little bit more misdirection. But overall, largely unsurprising. And people just can't really say that's so meta anymore because that's also been ruined. Yeah, I, I don't really like that either. Because that used to be a b- pretty big term. So, can't use, I mean, at least in like the PC space. So Can't use that anymore. So yeah, there's the, you kind of took one of the things I was going to say is the press thing because the yeah, whistleblower did come out. So that yeah. is very true. And I do really like your point about him hoarding all the data for himself because that's something I hadn't even, well, like, yeah, I hadn't really thought of in that fashion where he's just going to want it for himself. Like, obviously I know with this metaverse thing, a lot of it is going to be, you know, sponsorships and getting people to be able to create stuff. Uh, for the metaverse and like offering that type of opportunity in terms of having digital goods um, advertisements, like special rooms and all that stuff. Like that's going to bring them in a bunch of money, but that data thing that you were talking about um, in which they said they, you know, they're going to be, they're going to make sure that they, this thing's secure and all that bullshit. But uh, the yeah. fact that they're well, going to the want to hoard it's it for secure. themselves the, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be secure. That doesn't mean they're not storing it. Right. Yeah, Apple's for the last two, three years been having all these ads about privacy and how they protect your privacy. Yeah, cool. From everybody else. That doesn't mean... But even that, they don't even do that, though. They still don't do that. And you're absolutely right. But yeah, like it doesn't mean these people aren't storing it themselves. They're not, it doesn't mean they're not using it for remarketing tactics or how to uh, you know, do some sorts of soft tests or product launches that are catered to specific audiences that they've identified as being the purchasing audience that they want to retarget over the next 10 years for a lifetime value of a consumer. Like these are all things that companies do. Yeah. Um, and Zuckerberg's just going enough. I'm tired of asking each of you for access to this. Uh, I'm going to keep it for myself. And then all of you can bid with me for access to my data. instead of the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't trust 
Facebook or Zuckerberg of all people to, you know, have, you don't want to trust them with any of this data. And especially moving into like a virtual world like this, where, you know, there's just going to be more access to certain things. Like you don't want oh, yeah. people to be involved. Like, like I wouldn't mind it if a certain other company might've done it, but even then, like, I'm still skeptical because I don't really like, I don't really like how we're moving into a completely digital age. I don't really like that fact of it just because I know mm. how shitty companies are but Facebook of all companies like that's one of the last companies that I want to be able to start this uh, yeah. but it's funny that you, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, the headset thing especially because in that presentation they made it seem like you you're like plugged into the matrix and like you're able to move freely and like your hands are going to be your hands your legs are going to be your legs you're gonna be able to walk around and all that bullshit all the stuff that they demonstrated in their video I know they said that, like, yeah, these are what we aspire to do, and it's not necessarily the actual product. But all the stuff that they showed made it seem like that, and it's complete bullshit because the barrier to entry is going to be you're wearing a VR headset, so you're not going to be able yep. to like walk around in the same fashion that like they made it seem in the video. You're not going to be able to like teleport the same way they made it seem in the video. You're not going to have that same AR level in the video as well either. So a lot of the stuff that they showed was like complete bullshit, or like it's so far off. I would say at least like 15 years off that we're not going to be able to get like that. You're plugged in and you're able to walk around your own self to be in it. Like all this is going to be having to go through VR headsets or AR glasses and stuff like that. Uh, so that, that was all like bullshit, but I will say, I do think AR can be kind of cool just because it puts us in a space where you're not constantly looking at your phone. Now you're kind of like interacting with real life. Like I'll say for like at home, I don't know if I would think AR is cool outside. Like you, like you were saying, like I don't want to be playing fake ping pong in the middle of like Ghana at 12, <laughs> 12 noon <laughs> with someone and people are just like looking like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Like that shit looks crazy. Cause like with that whole craze of um, Pokemon Go, a lot of that shit looked really weird too. So I don't know if outside would be the best for AR, but indoors, like when you're in your house and like you could just like gesture with your hand and like swipe with some stuff and like be able to click on stuff. I think that could be kind of cool to have like a screen pop up in front of you. Um, but again, I, I wouldn't want to deal with whatever Facebook is likely to do with this. So, yeah. Yeah, this place, this thing is never going to sell well with, with kids of immigrants. And I am one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the you know, entry cost is, like, is way too high as well, too. They're not going to do this. I don't look ready player one. This is Mark Zuckerberg wants a world that is ready player one. Or the so matrix. <laughs> or the matrix. I guess, or the matrix, which somehow um, is making another movie, but you know, yeah, that's it. It's going to be a disaster. I think, but I'll still watch it. Cause it's the matrix. I met um, someone the other day. I oh, sorry. Sorry. I was talking to someone the other day that has never seen the Matrix. Yo, what the hell? How? I mean, actually, I shouldn't I, say that because there's movies that I've seen, sorry, that I haven't seen, that people are like, how the fuck have you not seen that? So, Okay, but. like what? Um, yo, what's that movie with uh, um, Adam Sandler and like Bob Barker's in it? Um, and he's playing oh, Happy Gilmore? Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen that in, in full. A, I've seen, well, I've seen bits and pieces. That's, that's, that that's not a major trilogy. The Matrix changed true. the way action films were made for 20 years plus. That's true. But still, people still call me for not being, for not watching that movie, so. That's fair. That. We have a little black kid to immigrant parents. That, that wasn't exactly our humor, if I'm being honest. Oh, I mean, it was mine. I just never got around to watch it, but I agree with no, you. I'm going to keep it up. I, I, I watched Happy Gilmore <laughs> to fit in. 
I watched it before <laughs> dinner. So I, so I was not going to be oh, the first man. movie off, off the shelf for me. I That's true. I was in a city with a bunch That's of true. not black people. And unless you wanted to die of loneliness or racism in high school, you watched movies like Happy Gilmore. That is very true. That's it, my G. All right, so let's close out with the Henry Ruggs story. Um, Henry Ruggs. Yeah, give it to me. Football player for uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, because since they changed their name, for some reason I can never remember that they're in Las Vegas. Uh, The Las Vegas Raiders. He got into a car crash and ended up taking the life of someone else. The issue with this story, though, is that he was under the influence of alcohol and he registered a .161, which is two times over the legal limit. He was also at one point driving at the speed of 156 miles per hour, which translates to, I believe, 240 kilometers per hour. Um, the impact was at 120 miles per hour, which translates to 200 kilometers per hour. Uh, he seemed to get away with very minor injuries. I think he just has like something with his neck and a couple lacerations on his face. The unfortunate loss of life happened with the other driver who was only 23, year old, 23 years old, uh, also a woman, and she did not survive. And yeah, now he's going to be facing repercussions for his actions. The Raiders actually have released him from the team and he is due in court, I believe sometime this week as well too. Um, I don't know. This story is crazy to me because it just kept getting, like they were feeding us bits and bits of it. And at first I was just like waiting to see what happened with the entire story. Cause at first all I knew was that he was in an accident. But as they kept drip feeding the news, it just got worse and worse and worse with each like line that kept coming out. Um, The DUI thing, obviously huge issue because no one should be driving under the influence of alcohol. Um, Although I do kind of understand how someone could do that, um, especially at the age of 22. It's obviously not the right thing to do, but there are like, when you're that young, you do make a lot of stupid mistakes. I've done some stupid shit at that age, um, just didn't end up getting caught for it. So I can understand how it happens. But at two times the legal amount, that is quite a bit. Um, I do think that, you know, obviously he's going to face a lot of time in prison and deservedly so. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's just unfortunate that in this day and age, people still do happen to drive under the influence of alcohol. We've heard so many bad stories of what can happen. A lot of times I feel people just feel like they're invincible. Like I said, especially when you're young, you don't feel like that stuff's going to happen to you because you're in such a like young state that you feel like your body is indestructible. Nothing bad can happen to you. You are, and especially if you play in the NFL, like I'm sure he's probably had people like blowing smoke up his ass for so long because of how talented and how good he is that a lot of the rules probably he didn't feel applied to him. Um, And with the type of money he had, he could easily have called an Uber or something. Uh, But I believe he was driving like his new Corvette. So, I mean, that doesn't excuse why it happened, but that's probably one of the reasons that he happened to get in that car drunk as well too. Um, But yeah, it's unfortunate. So I did just want to say like rest in peace for the life 
of the lady who happened to get who happened to be in the accident. Um, prayers up to her family going through this hard time. I cannot imagine. And yeah, I just hope that like for like a lot of people take a lesson from this and that like drunken, sorry, driving drunk is never acceptable. There's especially now with all the digital stuff that we have, there's so many options for you to be able to get home. Uh, rather than just, you know, having a cab, you've got so many different ways that you can find a way to get to your home. So that's just, yeah, that's all I had to say on it. Yeah, I've, I've got absolutely zero, zero love for DUIs. Um, full stop, like driving under the influence, I have a significantly massive colossal problem with. Yeah. Um, even more so when you have access to the income that he does. Um, there's a couple of things that were pretty infuriating for me when I read about this. Uh, well, first of all, it was his baby mom's was, was in the car next to him, by the way. So in the car with oh, him. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, I've looked at some stuff and, you know, Ian Rappaport and some other top reporters have been talking about this. Uh, there's a couple other issues. For those that are new to Henry Ruggs III, uh, who was taken first round last year, he actually lost one of his homies to a car crash when he was 17. Um, so it's a little bit more gross, again, that he's now responsible for something that, um, you know, he did lose a friend to, not necessarily a DUI, but a car accident that proved fatal. Um, especially when, if you read that story, Henry Ruggs says that he was actually supposed to be in the car with his homie and just got sick and didn't go. So you have this opportunity where life provides you the ability to continue to work on yourself. And, and this is how you choose to go out, which is silly. Um, there's a few things I had read about it at first. And if I'm being honest, uh, one of my first thoughts was about a guy named Dante Stallworth. I believe it's Dante Stallworth. He actually had a DUI, killed two people um, a little over 10 years ago. And I openly was like, Henry Ruggs is the first round draft pick. The NFL is never, ever tough enough on the things that are important enough, in my opinion he'll probably do a year max and he'll be back in the league. And, and I'd said that as recently as this morning. Uh, I had been doing some reading this afternoon and not only did he hit this lady's RAV4 from behind, apparently, allegedly, according to the stuff that I've been reading and was provided like by the score and some other top NFL um, bloggers, uh, her dog was also in the car and it also died in the fire. Yeah, the I heard that she got burned alive. on fire. So she died in the whip. Her dog died in the whip. And I got to be honest with you, the minute I read that it, the dog, there was a dog in there, I was like, oh, this dude's done for life. He's finished. Um, I've had the opportunity to go to Vegas quite a lot over the years. And there is a terrifyingly high number of DUIs that happen out there per annum. Um, so it's not a huge surprise that there was a DUI. Uh, what it was surprising is that a pro athlete, whether or not you're a grown man, is driving outside at 3.39 a.m., um, you know, acting like an idiot, you know, in Vegas. So it's too bad because, you know, I, I feel a bit of a little extra sense of ownership when it's a black athlete that's young because I always hope better for us and for, for, for people that look like me to, to learn from – the things that have happened and you know before them and, and be better people of it because of it and unfortunately henry's chosen not to um you know you don't know what he could have been going through or not but that's no excuse for his, his decision making here you know there would have been ample opportunities for him to have been able to like you said call an uber the nfl has a program that allows athletes to actually you know have a you know a team specific kind of pickup for when you're in an area 
Um, obviously, this would have been a more than acceptable team expense that Mark Mark Davis would have covered. There's no doubt, um, you know, because at the end of the day, these athletes are investments. And when you spend a 12th overall pick on an athlete just a year ago, you expect big things from him for at least the first six years. And um, for him to throw it all away, for him to do it so callously is incredibly disappointing. And, and obviously the loss of life as well is, is incredibly unfortunate. So, um, you know, still need to see what happens next and, you know, what he is charged with. Well, I don't know what he's been charged with, but what ultimately ends up being settled with in court, um, you know, and if he's able to have a path back to the NFL at some point, it's going to be a big question mark as well. He is quite young. Um, would believe and let him be back in. And it's an opportunity for the NFL themselves to make some sort of a statement in terms of the conformance that they expect out of their athletes, at least on a base level. And, um, you know, the whole thing just makes me sick. And it's really, really, to call it unfortunate, it's an understatement. So, um, you know, if you high, please don't drive. Anyone listening, if you're drunk, please don't drive. Get someone to take your keys, call an Uber, whatever. Like, find another way because you just don't know and you have a whole life ahead of you that you can be doing so much more with. And not just that, but uh, if you affect someone else negatively, you're also affecting their families and their friends and their circles as well. And it's just selfish. So that's all I really got on that. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Uh, So real quick though, with you Mm -hmm. having read some of the story, do you think that there, do you still think that there's a path for him back to the NFL? Well, there's so much we still don't know, right? And I've seen I've seen worse things gotten away with in the NFL than this, you know. Yeah, I, I think they, like, I personally think they let know? him in. Me too. That's the thing, right? I mean, when you think about like, take Greg Hardy for example. Greg Hardy's now in the UFC. Uh, you know, the Dallas Cowboys ended up picking him up after the, the Carolina Panthers let him go, and there were some very scary things in his domestic situation where uh, not only had he been abusive to his then partner but allegedly pointed at his weapons and said, pick one for me to kill you with. And actually threw her on a couch one time covered in assault rifles and she had bruises from it. So that's a guy that was still allowed to play in the NFL after a several game suspension. So do I think there's a way back for Henry Ruggs? I did until I heard the dog thing. And I mean that because, and I won't get all into it, but Papa, you know how they, how sometimes sports leagues treat us versus how they treat animals. Absolutely. Uh, and you can't, you can't kill a dog, you know. Absolutely. Um, but um, you know, before the dog thing, I was, I very much was like, well, you know, if he does a year and a half, two years, and you know, is very contrite in his apology and goes to all the right rehab programs and gives himself up to a city in terms of being a global, a, a citizen that gives back and it's philanthropic and says all the right things and stays out of trouble. And then signs what I like to call the Des Bryant contract, where you sign a contract that gives the team full rights to be able to tell you yes or no, when you can go somewhere after 10 PM, where you have team assigned security with you at all times, where the team drives you from event A to B and back home again, um, including in the off season and that they constantly monitor you so that you don't do anything again, like that parking lot incident he had, then yeah, I could see a path that Henry Ruggs gets back in the league. Um, it won't be anytime soon. And I feel more skeptical now that there was a dog involved, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't necessarily think this is over for him. It's going to come down ultimately to um, what his sentencing is, if anything, 
and how all that gets settled, right? You don't know if someone might claim court cases can get messy, right? We don't know what they're going to say about the, the victim, if they might have seen something in their system and they use it as a technicality and mm-hmm. something procedurally was done incorrect by law enforcement, right? And I say this again clearly, this is not my personal opinion. This is just, I don't have a large scent of trust with most justice systems in North America uh, in general. And, you know, if you're a valuable meat sack to an NFL team, they might find a way to get you back in there. Yeah. We'll see, my brother. We shall see. Yeah, Um, Yeah, man. Oh, minimum wage. Yeah, did you want to talk about it? I didn't know if you had to go or anything like that, so I was gonna no, no, wrap we, it up. After we can that. talk about it. We can we can wrap up with the minimum wage. Let's do that. All right. Ontario, well, Doug Ford has now increased the minimum wage from fourteen dollars, and I believe this is like fourteen, yeah, fourteen dollars and thirty-five cents to fifteen dollars. Um, and yeah, the minimum wage. Oh, sorry, he made this. Announcement on Tuesday morning in Milton alongside the Minister of Labor. And as of October, whoa, what the hell? Oh, this will come into effect in January. Sorry, I I read October 1st. I was like, (laughs) what? Uh, January 1st. So the government said January 1st, the wage is going to go. Ford said for many Ontarians, wages haven't kept up with the increasing cost of living, making it harder than ever to make ends meet. I've always said workers deserve to have more money in their pockets because they've worked hard and put in long hours the least the government can do is ensure we're making life more affordable for them. So I don't know this, this, a lot of this reads is bullshit to me um, for several reasons. (laughs) Number one being this guy (laughs) was the one who put a freeze on the minimum wage at $14 before it got moved up to 1435. Like he was against minimum wage being $14. So the fact that he's saying he's always been for this, it's complete bullshit. And that's why I don't really like politics because these motherfuckers will just lie about some shit straight up and act like they never said some shit that they absolutely said. So I don't know. It's weird that he's saying this, but then I, as I read more into it, I'm like, oh, you know what? There's an election coming up. So that's probably why he decided to increase this from 1435 to 15 because he knows that he's going to need more votes coming up in the June 2022 election. And this doesn't bode well for him, especially coming off of COVID where, you know, we were calling so many people essential workers. And a lot of those essential workers were the people who were working these jobs that were making minimum wage. So it's clear to me that he's only doing this to save ass going into that. And he doesn't really truly care about changing it Um, because they also asked him about it. And they were saying that, like, the living wage in a lot of these places Actually, I have the tweet here somewhere. Oh, my God. Don't tell me I deleted the tweet. Um, yeah, it's about 22 an hour in most places. 22 in Peel, 22 in Toronto area, uh, 18 or 19 uh, elsewhere, too. You know, it's actually, they both have a standard ability to live. It's hijacks. I don't think you hear that. It's my bangle. Um, here's the thing. If Doug Ford actually cared about the people, the first thing he would do is get say something about his daughter and all the anti-vax stuff she keeps posting on Instagram <laughs> all the time, okay? So this guy does not care. He does not care. He's never cared. And, like, that's just a fact. Um, it is a little rich that a guy who froze wages 
is now raising wages, but not raising them enough that they're actually good enough. And when asked about it said, well, you know, it's still progress. Yeah, um, he was like, oh, they're still getting a raise. So 750,000 are, yeah, are going to be happy. You know, they'll starve yeah. to death in 60 days instead of 45. Like, shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, it's just so insulting. Um, the other part about it, incredibly disappointing to me, is that he has spent this whole time when he's chosen to show up in, in the public eye, waving this flag and caping for small businesses, right? That are clearly hurting and unable to sustain existing because of the lack of support they received from the provincial government. Now, you're now going to mandate higher wages when so many places are understaffed to do what exactly, right? Because it's not like he's doing this and creating some sort of a subsidy to consider continue to support small businesses. He's going to expect them to continue operating. How, I don't know if you've been to a restaurant since COVID, brother, but everybody's understaffed because yeah, they, I've been, I've been to they quite don't a few. pay them enough money. <laughs> right, because they don't pay them enough money. What do you think is going to happen now? They're going to staff even less people because these people that are already bleeding money are now going to be further behind the eight ball than previously because they have to increase the number of wages when they've already spent several months, year over a year, many of them, losing money to begin with. Now, I'm not saying that to say that people don't deserve more money because this number should be higher than 15, and it absolutely should be. But you should be creating a system as a premier of a province to ensure that you're supporting every level of this to ensure that we're creating more positive and preferred and higher standards of living for all of the individuals of this province, not some sort of short-sighted thing that was never properly thought through to ultimately pull this back even further. Makes no sense to me. He's going to sit there and have the audacity and say that he's doing all these things for the people when there are other things available. There are social assistance programs that he's chosen to underfund. There are things in the healthcare system that he chose to underfund pre-COVID. And now you're going to do this to cripple the same small businesses that you said you were caping for in the first place? It don't make no sense. Don't vote for this guy, please. Please. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you who to probably, vote for. The problem actually, is, actually, I will. I will. No, no, I will. I will. Don't vote for this guy. And if I hear you vote in purple, block me. Block me right <laughs> now. If you vote in purple, instead of just calling me the N-word, block me. I don't want to hear from you anymore. Continue, please. The problem is we don't have a lot of good options. Though. That's what I like. We never I'm not saying, I'm not, saying that, I'm not saying that we have to vote him in because he's like the best option. I don't really know who else is running except for uh, Andrea Holworth because I keep seeing her commercial about how no, you she, keep seeing uh, her. No, you keep seeing her attack ads. Yeah, her attack ads about how she's. Well, uh, but here's the thing, right? <laughs> but and this is the thing, though. If she's the only one getting attack ads, then she's the only threat, which means she's probably the only one we should vote for. Because Dougie's already gone. Well, the other ones, I'm not even worried about. I'm worried about I just think, her. Uh, yeah, I just think it's kind of early, though. So maybe that's why hers is the only one. I just, I don't know. That commercial is nah, pretty funny to me because they, of how they no, how they they're doing it. They're doing it early because they're trying to ingrain people. They're like, Andrea doesn't want the, doesn't want you to be able to trans, have more transportation because she doesn't want a highway. Well, yeah, the 413 highway, if you look into it, is supposed to go through a bunch of countryside and people's homes and shit. Whereas Andrea wants to increase public transportation and make it more yeah, affordable yeah. for everybody in the province. <laughs> so that if you're taking a train from Toronto to Guelph to Burlington or Toronto to Oakville or whatever, it ain't gonna cost you $15 one way because that's insane. If you go yeah. to British Columbia for $10 in Vancouver, you can go from downtown Van to North Van the entire day as many times as you want. Yeah, you know and I mean... 
The TTC is having its own issues as well, too. But TTC has um, got problems. Metrolinx has got problems. Eglinton LRT ain't never gonna finish. Yeah, for like, sure. Stupid. Meanwhile, I mean, I, overseas, they're all laughing at us, dude. Especially in like places like Japan, when you see like their train systems, it's insane. Dog, but, I've been to Singapore. Beautiful, pristine, on time. Yeah, apparently I haven't been there, but apparently you can't even uh you can't even like drop gum on the floor. That's like that's a crime. Forget that, drop gum, bro. If you and I'm, this is the true story because I was there in 2019. If you drink water in a LRT station in Singapore, it is a five hundred dollar fine. And you I'm drink not saying water. Like, if you consume any liquid inside the station, five hundred dollars. And I'm telling Jeez. you, their dollars at parity parity with us. So it's not like all oh, five hundred dollars. Here's a twenty. Go away. No, no, it's five hundred dollars. If you smoke in a non-designated area in the city, two grand. And honestly, you love to see it. I mean, yeah, the the smoking to make it pristine, I'm I'm with with it. It was glorious, bro. You can't eat or drink on their light rail stuff. And on top of that, right? This is a true story. So if a train pulls up, uh, you can't get on the tracks if you're a, a station out there. A set of doors open, and then the train doors open. That's how yeah, it works. The only yeah, way to get yeah, on the yeah. track otherwise is if you have, like, a damn axe. The reason why they did that is because, like, nine and a half years ago, someone unfortunately took their own life by jumping on the tracks. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, never again. We're setting up a system where this isn't possible. Wouldn't that be nice if we had that here? It would be. Uh, no, it would definitely, it would definitely stop like a lot of delays, but... You know what I'm saying though? Like they just they literally the one person did it and they went, never mind, we're changing this. This is not good enough. Yeah. We need to improve it. Meanwhile, we get ATC signal changes every other weekend. Dude, that shit. Especially I'm so glad I don't take the TTC anymore, but that shit used to bug me so much, man. Especially if you north of Eglinton, bro. If you you're north of Young and Egg, ATC, yo, you ride that bus shuttle, like, you know, the worst. 36 or 52 weeks a year. And it, it's terrible because sometimes you, sometimes you forget. That they're doing it. Yes. Like you wouldn't remember or you wouldn't know. You wouldn't yes. see a notice. So you're just hopping, yes. you're waiting for the regular thing. And then they're like, oh no, like we're yeah, doing shuttle buses today. It's like, fuck that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't done enough research on Andrea Horowitz. It's still very early. So like, I just see her ad and I, and I laugh at it because it's it is kind of funny how they posit it against her. Yeah. Um, My but, thing is, I think they all suck. I think Kathleen Wynne was a monster. Um, but, you know, at least the two of them acknowledge science as being real. Yeah. I, I, I got to do – when it gets closer to the actual election, I'll, I'll do more research on, like, what – Oh, let's do a thing. Yeah, let's chop it up. I ain't going to tell anybody how to vote except for purple because, again, I hope that people <laughs> that listen to this actually like other races. Um, oh, man. And, uh, yeah, you know, we can get it popping. Yeah. Uh, well, one real quick thing right before we end on the yep. minimum wage. I, I, I almost wonder if – Having no minimum wage would provide, like, would would kind of force companies to actually pay living wages just because of the fact that right now, so right now, like you were just talking about with the small businesses not being able to afford paying Mm -hmm. uh, people, especially coming off of COVID. Like, yeah, I think they do need some kind of subsidy in order to be able to pay these living wages and stuff like that. And maybe that's something that you do implement in a world where there is no, um, or there is no minimum wage. But a lot of these other companies, they definitely have the money. The issue, and, and here's the issue that people think online, is that they're like, oh, yeah, go to, go to school, get a better skill, become a better person, then you'll be able to get a proper job. Like, there's a lot no, of people who are out there. Who, 
Yeah, there's a lot of people who are out there who are skilled and who do have those um, credentials to be able to get the job, but they're just they're still being underpaid because what a lot of companies are doing now is that the guys at the top who run the companies they're bringing in so much money that they're just taking that all for themselves. It's not it's not something like there's not a lack of money out there. That's the issue that people think there is. Like, oh yeah, if you just worked harder, you'd be able to make as much money as like this head of CEO. It's not that issue. It's that no, a lot. I don't of, work like, like that. A lot of the top, top dudes are, and I'm talking about like the real top dudes, like they're taking those bonuses and those extra funds. Like I'll give it, I'll give an example, like um, Activision, a company who works in gaming, their CEO takes a huge bonus at the end of every month and doesn't like pay it out to, he pays it out to the rest of the like suits, but the rest of the company, like the guys on the lower end who are actually doing the job, like the developers who are making the games, the guys who are who are spending 80 hours plus a week, like 60 to 80 hours making the games, they don't get those same incentives or the same amount of money. So yeah, that's capitalism, my G. I think if you eliminate, I think think what needs to happen personally is that you need to have, and I'll think of that minimum wage shouldn't exist. I think that government should actually, you know, be a little bit more assertive and more representative, representative of the people to raise what the floor is because if you if you think that or if you believe that you know not having a minimum wage will encourage these people to pay people differently, then why are restaurant workers dealing with all they've been dealing with the last twenty five years and one of the most archaic systems out there? You know what I mean? Well, that's, they make a, that's a very thing, think, gross base layer that they they depend on us as an obligation to tip them to tip because them, yeah. the restaurant chooses not to. That's gross. But here's here's why that's I say so that. Bad. I think here's why I think that I, I say that. Uh, like this is just a theory. I haven't really put so mm. much thought into it. But I do feel that having no minimum wage, because right now we're seeing a great resignation where a lot of people have like, you know, they've been through the pandemic and maybe they found other means of making money, whether that be through the stock market, crypto, whatever, like finding their own passions, making their own businesses. They're learning other ways to make money now. And here's why I think that a lot of people are willing to just like leave their jobs because they know that they can find other options and other places to be able to make money. And that's why I say, Maybe a no minimum wage will just make it so that companies have to be competitive in order to pay uh, minimum, or sorry, in order to pay a living wage. So if a company, see, who, I don't know, but if a company, you're, you're relying now on people talking to each other and telling each other what they're making, because without setting a baseline for these companies, you're enabling them to become predatory. Yeah, but I think that the companies who, who do become predatory are going to get left behind. Because if a company is paying seven dollars and no one's like no one's gonna want to take that seven dollars an hour, like everyone's gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna work here, because they're already, yeah. already oh, yeah. like, right now we're already seeing that yeah. swing happen. Like people are already comfortable being like, yo, I don't have to if I don't make a a decent wage, like I don't have to work here. They'll up and quit and try and find something else. So that's what I'm saying See, right now. If I, a lot of people I, don't I agree take with that you. seven, like a lot yeah. of it, it would force other companies to be like, oh, we don't have enough, we don't have enough workers. Like, what is another incentive? To bring them in we've already seen this happen in the states where like mcdonald's is now thinking about offering like 20 dollars an hour because a lot of people don't want to work for that shitty 12 or 13 that they were offering before so they've had See, to i agree with you brother time. but only if they're advertising what they pay their people because if they're not making it public then i just don't believe it'll happen my guy because again like these are still businesses at the end of the day um i watched this I saw a really interesting excerpt from someone several years ago at one of those kind of like WHO type conferences where she talks about the importance of having a job that also gives you dignity, right? And having jobs with dignity 
And without providing those, this is years ago, she was like, if you don't start providing people jobs with dignity, you're going to lose your workforce for these entry-level jobs that are backbones of our capitalistic society because you've been treating them so poorly. And they're eventually going to decide not to, or they're going to become aware of things like through COVID, social assistance that provide them a similar or very close to amount of income. And as such, they would rather be able to keep their dignity than be disrespected every single day and be tired for nothing. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is, yeah, I mean, sure, you might, maybe you're right, but they would have to be advertising their salaries. Uh, there was another article that came out last week where a Vancouver restaurant is offering to pay a dishwasher uh, $50,000 a year now plus benefits, you know, which would have been unheard of pre-COVID. Yeah. And that's just because they're having such a hard time hiring people. But now you're offering someone the opportunity to have a little bit of dignity, which means they can have a decent quality of life and pay their bills and be able to maybe save for something later down the road as well. And, and ultimately be better people because they're happier people. So I don't know. I, I still think that you have to mandate something because these same businesses that you're saying will have that will suddenly be like, well, we have to pay these people more to keep them have been knowing that they were underpaying people all this time. And we're just choosing not to. For sure. But I feel like that holdout of not having anyone working, like if yeah. you say, I'm going to start charging you guys, like, I want to pay people $7 an hour. No one's taking that mm. job. You're not having one person step up in that establishment, and you are losing money out the ass. Like, you're not going to be able to run that by yourself. So at that point, it's going to force you to be like, oh, well, I got to increase my wage. And I think one thing that you said, where you said they do have to advertise it. I mean, maybe yeah. you could, like, somehow government at, uh, mandate that. And if not, if you can't even do that, I, I think the internet has been a pretty big, like, positive in that sense especially during covid where a lot of people are now like sharing their stories about these shitty jobs that have been underpaying or like having shitty managers and like telling them they have to come in for whatever reason even though they've given them time off so a lot of people are starting to learn about that and i think that that helps as well too so maybe they don't advertise it but i think the internet has done a pretty good job at least now in terms of like building this great resignation where a lot of people are just like quitting up and quitting they don't give a f so yeah and I love to see it personally. It should have happened a long time ago. And, you know, obviously the circumstances that cause it are, are, are not positives, but I think the outcomes of some of these things have been tremendously positive and only better for all of us as humans. So I'm with it. Absolutely. I think that's a great place to uh, call this an end, man. Uh, once again, I appreciate you coming on. This has been an absolute blast. Uh, my pleasure, my brother. I, you know, I knew we were going to go long because like, Every single time we do a pod, we go long because we get into these like really, really good discussions and debates. Um, but I love it though. I like I'm not even mad about the fact that this is going to be probably closer to a two hour podcast. Oh my episode. god! But oh my god! No, this is maybe been, chop um, up the maybe chop into the good stuff and then leave the other stuff out. I, I think most of it's good though. But I'll I'll, I'll go through oh, it I and see and, and and see what uh, what can be chopped up. Maybe maybe some of my. Um, embarrassing moments will be uh kept off kept off the pod that's the the best part we love those we love those we love your extended really great friendships (laughs) but yeah jb if you want to um plug your stuff so people know where to find you yeah you know if you want to find me at don't cheese me on instagram um at don't cheese me be on twitter i really just yell about sports stuff and if you like bengal cats you don't see that on instagram um yeah, I'm going to just be here working, watching the end of the F1 season because that's getting real exciting. Actually, if you're new to F1 and watch Drive to Survive and got questions, hit me up. Can't help you out. 
been in this my whole life. That's all about it for me, man. Otherwise, I hope everyone stays safe out here and, you know, stays warm because it is cold AF now. It absolutely is, man. It's, uh, I, I, like, turned off my heat for at least an hour, and then I was like, yo, why is it so cold in this bitch? And then I was like, nah, I got to turn this shit right back on, so. Yeah, um, you got to run that on. pretty much till, uh, till February at this point, my G. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, thank you guys for listening. If you could do us a huge favor, continue to subscribe, rate, review on all major streaming platforms, especially iTunes. Giving us the reviews and the five stars really helps us out. Where you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.